I'm going to um, have a chapter by now and then I'm going down to help the power of power. And then hopefully by the time I get that, they'll be able to join in the fun. If they let me. Delicious. <laughs> what problem do you see up in the little while? I'll be over uh, so hours for a while. When you arrive, I should um, go in the talk with my husband. Well, you don't believe. You're not problem that you'll get too much going anyway. I'll help from now uh, talk to my nephew. Okay. We're getting back up in the research, and I feel certain now I've got my last genetic experiment on, which should be coming to an end in about uh, two or three days anyway. Wow. What experiments are there? It's to do with um, plant life with um, acceleration cloning. Accelerating the cloning process. Wow. So this is something that could be applied in other areas. Mm -hmm. Oh, so that's important. Oh, yeah. Well, how tough is it working with plant genes compared to, say, animal genes? It's a lot easier, actually. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. With more simplified DNA yeah. and such? Much simplified. Uh, the next one, next experiment I've got planned would be working with, um, with um, little very features about inch and a half, two inches long, that squeak a lot. I don't know what you'd call rice. Well, as I said, I don't know what you'd call them. Are they white? They have four legs and a tail? Four legs, a long, thin tail, little dwarf feet and big ears. Not long. Could be rats. No. Well, I don't know what rats are or mice are in your... You just described a mouse perfectly. Huh? It's probably what they think then. Well, we do a lot of experiments on them down here. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's our main experimental uh, yeah. animal. Mm -hmm. White mice and such, for finding genetic patterns. Mm -hmm. A white mouse and a black mouse, and you study the genetic traits. The offspring. the offspring among so many generations to find your uh, dominant and recessive genes. And you should study genetics in time. Oh, it's it sounds like a fascinating field to get mm -hmm. into. You could get corn mice in. Right, do you have any serious questions for me? Serious questions? Mm -hmm. Not really. Just talking shop, basically. Okay. Because everything I'm doing now is. Concerning farsighting. Yeah. Working on what? So we're not asking about the oil Uh, not really. Our uh, newest uh, person that's kind of been wandering around here is a courser. Mm -hmm. Or uh, the girl who was here for a little temporary roommate, you might say. Mm -hmm. And talking of temporary and permanent roommates, how is your. Uh, uh, our. Resident kid shield tester. Yeah. yeah, what's funny is the um, Susan, the woman that go up who's here, uh, says her coercion always been in the way of men. Yeah. Apparently, she's picked up a technique you uh, developed. 
Absolutely seductive coercion. She says she has no problem with it whatsoever. Perhaps we ought to sit down and have a chat sometime. I think so too. Talk over techniques. But now, where does she go from seductive coercion next? Oh, it's up to her. Okay, but I mean, what would be the next logical step? Just normal coercion? Yeah. Okay. So it would be positive. Mm -hmm. Or aggressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what type of shape chooses? Okay, because I haven't discussed it really in detail with her. I'm waiting until she gets her far side when she'll be nailed at first. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, that's all I got, love. No. No. Well, okay. Let me see. Um, I don't know how I'm going to win this one. Um, Tina's bonded with Mark, and I'd like to bond with him, but I'm not quite sure how to go about it, because, you know, I don't want to upset Tina, and I don't want to upset Mark, but I'd like to become more bonded with his Well, I think Mark would love it, mm -hmm. but I think he's more concerned with your feelings, and... You know, how you would like to stay maybe a free agent at points, but his thinking is. Mm-hmm. But, anyway, I'd like to stay free, but yet I'd like to be part of the group. Right, so this is something you'd have to sit both of them down with. Mm-hmm. How would I work that? Well, you'd say, um, I've got... An interesting proposition. Nothing like that, but, you know, you discuss your needs. Mm -hmm. You know, in this case, you need to be a part of a family unit sort yeah. of thing. Because it's concerning uh, young adults. It's why I've been thinking about it. Yeah. Mm, good point. Good point. In that case, that's how you'd approach it. Mm -hmm. How you'd like to make this a bit more of a, a uh, official yeah type of you. Mm -hmm. And at that point, the arrangements are made. Mm -hmm. And we could possibly do that at the same party we do it for the little one. Okay. So that might be a good plan. Mm -hmm. There is a secretary here that's new to the job. Um, she'd like to say goodbye. What's her name? Um, it's hard to transfer it to her name names. Um, Flower of the River, Child of the Moon. That's the direct translation, but... Well, we call her Flower Child. Well, it sounds a little bit, uh, old hat. It does, kind of. Mm -hmm. Well, what about Luna? Luna works for me. Okay. She's not from some of this time. She's just sitting here taking notes. Well, wish her high from all of us down here on Earth. Okay, I'll do so. Great. Uh, well, might meet her sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yes, she is, uh, how would I be best at this point? She's about, uh, a little bit shorter than Ma. Uh, she has 
long word hair, long legs, just the Pokemon game actually. If it was my current condition, she would be my fault. <laughs> well, invite her to the party. She smiles. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, invite her to the party. We'll meet, we'll meet her there. Uh, she is... Well, hold on a second. She is 29 of her years, which I don't know is what is really... Brings down to about 21, I think, here. She's, she's not from Tears and Panic, and she's not from Sirius. Uh, she's from another planet that's uh, closer to Armand and Horton's home planet in a different dimension. Well, take it at 29, then. It's a reasonable she thing. Has, uh, hold on a second. Uh, she has uh, tanned skin. It's very friendly. Uh, I'll discuss it with her later. Knows you're not. Okay. Okay. Well, Kiri, have fun. Enjoy. We'll be talking to you. Uh, Hopefully when I come up to you in a little while, at least say hi. Okay, I'll hang around. Okay. So, I will see you later. Thanks. As always. Okay. Look so, forward to seeing you. Good, I'm um, three weeks. Thank you. Alrighty. And I'm out of here. Take care, love. Good evening, Russ. Now, why did you turn on just before we came in? Watch, come in. You're getting clever. A little bit fragmented on that one. Kind of come in pieces, you might say. Mm. Kind of take over parts at a time, you might say. Well, we prefer to do things carefully, make sure the channel is functioning within uh, the correct operational parameters. Is, I take it? Mm, we've been certain parameters. Normal parameters for the channeler. Okay. Is he off with uh, Curie and Tia, I hope? No, I'm afraid not. He's off court. Yes. Oh well. I know the girls are missing him. Well, presumably. <laughs> We all are kept pretty busy up here at the moment on our toes, as it were. You never know who's going to drop by. I know. Yes, you experienced it. <laughs> oh, fun little uh, visitation. Mm -hmm. For all practical purposes, um, it worked out. Yes, did you enjoy your theological discussion with... Uh, the theologian himself. Yes. I, I assume he doesn't mind uh, maintaining his aspect as Corton for a while there. Hmm. I think it should have been pretty obvious from the start. Who else would address you as Mr. Hatfield? Right. But I have a feeling that, and Mark agrees, that there was a little bit of coercion involved, because he knows I won't talk to him on a one-to-one -one basis like I would Corton. 
Mm-hmm. Only because he scares the dickens out of me. <laughs> true, true. And I wouldn't be getting into theological discussions with Ashtar if I knew it was Ashtar. Yes, that I is know wise. I lose. <laughs> Which you did. Which I did, but I came up with the idea later on afterwards mm-hmm. that I should have presented to him the fact that while soldiers can teach teachers how to fight, mm-hmm. teachers can teach soldiers how to not fight. Mm, true. I true. Think that would have stumped him. Mm, I don't know. He would have probably <laughs> come up with an answer that uh, would have stumped you big time. I know. But had me wondering. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was quite enjoyable. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yes, I did. Alright, what's on the list for tonight? I uh, it's uh, free time. It still is free time, yes. Um, negative feedbacks, I presume? Negative feedbacks, coercion, mm-hmm. and a little bit of farsight. Okay, let's start off with this negative feedback loop. Alrighty. You are concerned about the lack of pain. Correct. Mm. I don't want pain, really, but I'm expecting pain and can't get it. I think that might be my problem. That is possibly your problem, that you're anticipating pain. Um, it is like when you stick a needle in yourself, you're expecting it, it to hurt, mm-hmm. and sometimes it doesn't, because the expectation is there, but yet you bleed all the same. It still hurts. Mm. Oh, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, it is the expectation. It didn't hurt as much. You're expecting it to hurt. And yet, you stick it in. And it doesn't hurt as much. Right. I assume the reason why it should hurt mm-hmm. is because it's going through various neural pathways and opening yes. up by force. Mm-hmm. Um, now, my lack of pain... Would that mean that I'm failing in this and my neural pathways aren't being opened, or they're being open? I'm just not feeling the pain? Um, it is probably a little bit of both, but they are being enlarged. Okay. But they're only being enlarged at a small rate. Hmm. Were you, uh, were there was a monitor on me today during the uh, one I was doing this morning? Unfortunately, yeah. we were aware a little bit too late to follow the process from beginning to end. Okay, I had some major feedback looping going this morning. Mm-hmm. How tight was it? Was it overflowing or was it a nice tight Well, beam? I started off slow and I started going a little bit different from normal. Mm-hmm. Where before I was using the idea that chakras in front of the body, but now I'm going with the fact that chakras are along the spine. Mm-hmm. So I'm working up, sending the energy through the chakras along my spine now, which seems to be better. And as it started picking up speed, it picked up solidity. Mm-hmm. And the faster it went, the solider it get, until it was a vibrating band almost of mm-hmm. uh, solid energy that I could feel and Mark could feel, and he wasn't even near me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was... I, I thought this was going to be it. This is going to be the biggie. It was really there. Sent it in. Nothing. And it wasn't. Uh, was it tight? A tight beam, or was it a wide, flat beam? 
who's the fat beef? Ah, it's got to be a tight beef. Well, it would gathering so much energy, it couldn't get any tighter. It was just this... You'd be surprised how tight you can get it. So, in other words, tighten the beam up more. Yes, I think we went over this a little while back. Yeah. But it had to be a nice, tight beam. Tight and tidy. If it's a wide, fat beam, it tends to bleed a little bit. I'd say it was a, the width of my fist. It needs to be tighter. The width of a pencil, say? Yes. So that cinema energy and the width of a pencil. Mm hmm. Okay, now let me get this clip straight. Just before I send it in, it loops up, and then instead of looping back down to go back through my chakras, it crosses back in and goes straight into my left eye. Um, yes. Okay, where did you go wrong? No, that's what I did, but tighter. Yeah, it needs to be tighter. As tight as possible. The tighter, the better. Hmm. About um, third of an inch in uh, diameter should suffice. That's right. Mm -hmm. That is about the width of the pencil. Okay. Now I was thinking, with acupuncture, we're mm -hmm. talking about needles. Yes. They don't hurt, mm -hmm. and yet they do their work the way they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. um, now I'm using this almost the same principle. Mm -hmm. But it's supposed to hurt. Yes. Uh, acupuncture is uh, A, it is much a smaller object. B, it is going to the body. It is not penetrating the brain. If you were to use acupuncture to penetrate the heart, you would feel it, or the brain. You would feel that, whereas it's going through tissue and muscle and so on. It is um, not as harmful, but yet if you penetrate an organ of some kind, then you feel it. Maybe not immediately, but you feel it later on. Okay. Now, I've got some curious side effects from the uh, negative feedback we've mm -hmm. talked about. Okay. Alright. Number one, I didn't get to bed last night about 4.30 or 5. Mm-hmm. Okay. So today I should have been just dragging my butt everywhere. Yes. And at first I was. Then I did the negative feedback loop, and mm -hmm. I was a little bit wonky, as Mark would say, after. And then, as soon as I got the wonkiness feeling gone, my air level was so up that That's just, sorry. I, well, I was just going to say, I've been smiling, laughing, having a great time, I've had tons of energy all day long, I'm still just amped up, and I should be dead on my feet, ready to drop. Um, that is because the energy that you pick up um, is being activated, it activates more energy, see, which gives you extra energy to make you, uh, how did you put it, bouncy and mm. cheerful? Right. Amped up. Amped up. That's the one. 
You're gonna learn all kinds of English from us. This is amusing. Uh, anyway, right. Um, so that's actually a good exercise in the morning when I'm feeling kind of tired. Yes, but you can't do it on a regular basis because after a while you run out of energy. And then you just, uh, to use an expression that Mark uses occasionally, you just fall over. Hmm. Okay. Which actually I presume means that you run out of energy and you just... Fall out. Yeah, dragging your butt, no energy. Um, shields are low in power. Um, capabilities almost zero. And so on. Right. Okay. So not all the time, but when... Well, for now I'll keep practicing it anyway. Mm-hmm. need to practice. Yes, but it would be more effective after a good night's sleep. You would be, uh... What's the term that you use when you have lots of energy? Amped up. Amped up. Uh, hyper. Hyper, ah, yes. yes. Hyper beyond belief. Okay. A bit like the Chandler gets sometimes. It sure does. You can tell when he's been doing negative feedback loops. <laughs> okay, so this is all going to be coming really handy for this next part of this loading yes. section. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's to my next point. <clears throat> okay. Farsighting crystal. Mm-hmm. Okay. In my hand, I have a crystal sphere. Mm-hmm. Something very strange happened in this crystal sphere. Okay. Um, when I bought it, <clears throat> on the surface of it, or just below the surface, there was like two little eye holes almost, where somebody had dropped it and caused a little uh, refraction type mm-hmm. of... Thing, very small but very clear, like someone shot a BB in it almost. BB? Um, or a little high powered steel pellet fired from an air gun. Ah. Um, in other words, the middle part of the circle was clear, the outer rings of it were kind of like a crater on the moon, kind of ah, splattered yes. out. And there was two of them next to each other, looked mm-hmm. like eyes. Yes. They're not there anymore. And you want to, me to explain why they're not there anymore? Well, it, Mark's gets clear, but it's been a long time. This is like a week after I bought it and they're gone. Um, what sort of energy do you use on it? Um, not much, really. I used it for farsighting that couple times and mm-hmm. keep it in my pocket all the time. Maybe it is a self-healing crystal. Oh. There are crystals that do self-heal. Sure, I've got a few of them. Depending on uh, their circumstances and who uses them, how much energy, the attention, and so on. Mm. Okay. So the crystal itself doesn't lend its energy, though, to farsight. No. It's merely an aid to keep your awareness focused in case you drift. Yes. You get a much tighter form of travel uh, to start off with, which aids you in your fast sighting until you get the pattern down. 
and then you don't need it. How to travel? How do you mean? Well, you don't uh, get so sloppy around the edges. Oh, you mean instead of drifting? Correct. Nice. It's a much tighter uh, beam. It also means you can travel a lot faster because you're not wasting as much energy. Oh, good. Definitely can get to my parse setting. Okay. So I did um, yesterday, day before yesterday. Yes, Wednesday. Hmm. Cracked my day off. Mm -hmm. Um. It was not your day off from uh, your other job. Right, theater. Yeah, I had some morning time for Um, went ahead and traveled on up to Hayden Space. Mm -hmm. Got the Karu's room. And uh, we went to the ski slopes. Mm -hmm. But I was feeling this pull from back here. Mm -hmm. And even though I was feeling really solid at the time, the pole was getting stronger and stronger. I kept having to fight with more and more energy to stay where I was until mm -hmm. finally I had to just give it up and head back from the slopes back down here. Mm -hmm. And it was very uncomfortable. It was like a thousand needles were pushing into my body, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, Mark says he ignored it one time, fought it even longer than I did, and suffered some severe consequences from it. Mm -hmm. You want to know what it is? You betcha. It is your body calling to be whole. Once you manage to condition your body to accept <clears throat> the fact that it is um, temporarily um, apart, then you can start to do some serious fire-sighting. Uh, but in the meantime, your body has to get conditioned to the fact that you are not only in a different place, but in a different dimension. It is the dimension that you break through that causes it, but your body is aware that you have broken through to somewhere different, and it wants it to return, and it pulls, and it pulls, and it pulls. So in other words, if I was to say, stay on third dimension here, travel around the neighborhood or something, I wouldn't feel that pull. No. But it is breaking through that dimension. And it will become less and less okay. until your body is conditioned. This is also a stretching type experience. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It felt like my body was like elongated a thousand miles or something. And, and then some. And then some. But, uh, yeah, I don't plan on sticking around the neighborhood here. I'm it is best to start off slowly and gently. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. You don't want to overload yourself and then burn out and lose your capability, right. which can happen. But I do want to go to hiding space. Of I mean, course. That's the only place I want to parasite to. Don't you want to relieve the channel of some of his workload, as you were saying? Well, yeah, but that's not for until after I get Hades base down. Wired. Of course, of course, we are teasing you. Oh. I can never tell sometimes. A little chiding there on the side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so it's nothing serious. Yes, it is serious. It is serious. Yes. Because if you ignore it, as was mentioned about the Chandler, 
you can have some very serious side effects. You can actually overload yourself and then um, everything goes down. Mm. You, you crash the computer, as you might say. Right. Precautions, then. Um, when it gets strong enough to become an interference, we turn. Um, practice. It's a precaution because your body gets used to it and after a while it accepts it. Because it didn't feel like that really the time I went to visit your room and there was never any kind of hole. Mm -hmm. I mean, it felt comfortable where I was in Hades. Yes. Yeah. In your room. Is that maybe your energy or some other energy that's following you? That... Um, we let that work. You're, we let you work it out for yourself. Because it is part of the learning experience. Okay. Practice and don't ignore it. Correct. Okay. Is there a way I can lessen it, maybe? <laughs> I mean, besides the practice. I mean, practice is about the only way. That is. Seeing some kind of meditation. No, because you have to make that jump to do it to get up your uh, stamina, as it were. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. Alright, I'll try that. And uh, So I might not stay as long as I'd like to. I'll at least be able to get up there more often. Yes, it is, again, a matter of building up stamina each time that you come up. Stay a little bit longer. Or at least try. Okay, next question, please. Coercion. Okay. You know, this is not my field as much as Porton, but Porton is indisposed, unfortunately. Oh, this is an easy one. Okay. Um, coercion with adults has been pretty easy lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tonight I tried to work with coercion on children. Mm-hmm. No luck. Okay. In other words, um... I could get eye contact. Mark says, be, you know, if you can get down to their level, it works better. Mm -hmm. But, uh... Of course, in your work environment, when you're working behind that area, you cannot, uh, get down to their level. Right. Um, I was wondering if there's something about children that keeps them from being coerced. Um, <laughs> they have not yet got the mental barriers in place that, uh, Adults have the mental taboos, um, so their minds are open, but yet they have natural shielding to protect them. Oh, they do. But as they get older, it dissipates. Mm. And sometimes it dissipates more rapidly as the child gets older and older. So now if a child, mm -hmm. first born in the world, has got um, memories, say, of past lives and things like shields, would, mm -hmm. is that something he puts into his life at that point yes. to work with? Yes, and then as the child gets older, by surrounding factors that dissipates, that is why um, it's been stated in the past 
that the ideal learning age is of a child that is freshly born. That way you can work with them and get them to use their shields and then slowly their shields become stronger and stronger. Mm. Let's see. Okay. Um, Mark was wondering about the uh, his being able to uh, work with the child up there that's about to be born. Mm-hmm. Or to be, you know, curious child, curious his child. About their child. Their child, right. Um, any kind of influence that he might have mm-hmm. that might be more controlled over what he might be able to suggest. You mean to say that uh, we would interfere and guide the growth of the child? Something like that. Like he'd like to give it more of a military training like he got. Um, this will be taken care of at a more appropriate time. Okay. I only bring it up because we mentioned it the other day. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Right. <clears throat> now then, we'll go back to coercion if we could, please. Okay. okay. You've been very formal this evening. If well, I don't want to get into please. too many. Uh, don't want to get into too many uh, taboo subjects. Ah, we will tell you when this is taboo. Oh, okay. I don't feel like getting reprimanded. <laughs> um, after the incident the other night, you're right. a little bit nervous, huh? A little bit nervous, a little gun shy. <laughs> that is understandable. Uh, it's like being caught with your pants down, you might say. For well, as you know, I could be Asha masquerading as Omol. No, not this time. Oh, true. Too humorous. <laughs> too humorous, you're staying too long. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back to coercion. Okay. Alright. Um... What I'm trying to do now is work on a uh, muscle reflex coercion. Mm-hmm. In other words, where if I want to flex my fingers, um, it's a mental command I have no control over, and it's so fast that it does it without not even knowing practically. Mm-hmm. Um, can coercion be controlled like that? in after repeated use. Yes it can but it takes practice and you have to be careful that it does not uh, work when you don't want it to. That is why it's always advisable to use it when you wish to use it. Well see my problem is it's usually too slow. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time I want to use it I've lost eye contact. Yes. Then it is practice and holding the eye contact whilst you build up the time and the practice. Hmm. Okay. Now, would people who have more of a, uh, a history of association with me from past lives be uh, more susceptible, say, to coercion than others who never really met me? Possibly less because they know your mental pattern. They would be aware, if they had been aware in the past that you were coercing them, 
or of your capability. Okay. Because, um, yeah, I've noticed that with a lot of people that I know, I don't have as much luck coercing friends mm -hmm. who I feel like I've had more lives with than I do complete strangers who I've never had any association with. It is, uh, again, as we said, because they're used to your mental pattern. True. Mm -hmm. Okay. I am noticing, though, what you mentioned one time before, that in using coercion, you do get a feel for the person far deeper than just the... Uh, just the surface. Right. You can delve into what's going on just below the surface, mm -hmm. you might say. Yes, you can almost establish a rapport and communicate uh, with um, with their deeper conscious. Right. It's kind of uh, scary sometimes, just what people are thinking going through under the surface. You would be surprised what people think. I'm getting surprised, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, speaking of coercion, is, uh, that still an ongoing experiment or project for me? Yes, because you have to carry on building up your stamina and capabilities, such as your shields, you should still be working on and refining. Right, I was working on the day for a bit, mm -hmm. but, uh, I remember Ashtar told me to be careful. Yes. So... I'm being sort of selective in my course. Yes. Usage. That is wise. As Ashtar is always wise on these matters. Now it's my turn to sound formal. That's alright. Okay. Um, I noticed Ashtar was very concerned with our feelings towards the uh, inhabitants of the Bat people. Mm hmm. Um, I'm wondering. Uh, is that because you, uh, on Fifth Dimension, have um, so much more idea of uh, life after life type thing that the multiple deaths of people is no longer a factor that's really important? Um, yes, to a certain extent. Um, Ashtar is interested in it, and I... Um, to further his understanding of your species. Um, B, to gauge you personally and the channeler. And C, um, and this one's a little bit more complicated, is to see what effect it will have when there is a mass dying on you and how you perceive it and feel it. So he kind of got the uh, the impression from talking to me that Mark and I have completely different views on this. Yes. It was stated that uh, your perception is different from Mark's perception. Right. But that's because I do regressions. Mm -hmm. I see people die, you know, numerous times in a single night sometimes. Yes. It's not that major of a thing. 
but where Mark has seen physical death, it's much more dramatic. Mm -hmm. A physical death is not as pleasant as a uh, spiritual death, as it were. Right. Or a temporary spiritual rest. Yeah, there's, there's no real difference, though, is there? Um, spiritual death and physical death? There's no difference. Uh, I'm not a theologian, so I would not get into that kind of subject. Yeah, it's something to dwell on, though. Mm -hmm. Hours of dwelling, maybe. Yes. Okay. Um, what's up uh, that you'd like to talk to me about? Um, what do you want to know about? Or manifestation action. The penny, huh? Yeah. Um Well, the penny part. Let's just say it's a part of manifestation. Yes, how to create it. I've got the how to create it part. Mm -hmm. Um what I felt today doing the negative feedback loop is that I was gathering the same kind of energy I would use to create the penny. Mm -hmm. or other such objects that I might wish to manifest. Um, it was solid enough to where I felt I could have reached out and touched it. Yeah. Now, is that something close to what we're working on? Yes. We will cover manifestation in great detail at a later date, the same as we have covered uh, coercion, and shielding. That is still a project should be worked on yes. as with the others. Yes. But again, we don't want you to indulge in too much as uh, you'll burn yourself out. Right. That's why I'm trying to gauge what's important, what's not important this time. We will get to manifestation in due course. No need to get hasty and rush onto something before you have finished your current studies. Yeah, currently it's coercion, far-sighting. It's a big right there, shielding yeah. there.